This podcast is brought to you by DiStefano Hair Restoration. For the month of February, Dr. Highness is rolling back prices to pre-COVID fees. Save $1,500 this month when you mention Howie. Go to hairman.com. That's hairman.com. Strap yourself in. It's time for the Howie Car Show. Chiefs or Niners? I didn't say I was for the Eagles and I'd be sleeping alone. My wife's a Philly girl. Honus Wagner, Cap Anson, Mordecai Three Finger Brown. Uh, sir? What is it, Smithies? I'm afraid all those players have retired and uh, passed on. In fact, you're... Your right fielder has been dead for 130 years. Damnation! Live from the Matthews Brothers Studios. Yes, there are transcripts, and as you heard... Um, right. Would you recommend yes. that these be made public? <laughs> Who's your captain? Howie Carr. It took less than an hour for the displaced migrants to be dropped off at their door. I gotta get sheets on the bed. How many people are coming? Where are they, where are they from? What ages? We knew, we really knew nothing. The need is so clearly uh, overwhelming. You're gonna live with me now. Huh? I'm gonna take care of you. Because I love you. Oh, I love you, Chuck. Rump swabs, hacks, and moon bats beware. It's... Howie Carr. Welcome to the Howie Carr Show, 844-500-4242, First of all, uh, we have a, a new product in the Howie Carr Show after all the uh, talk over the last year or so about illegal aliens swarming into the Commonwealth and into New England and into the Northeast and uh, just uh, flopping everywhere, demanding services, handouts, committing crimes. Here's the uh, front page of the uh, New York Post today. Migrant crime wave. Venezuelan gang hits New York, suspected in moped robberies, thefts, and cop beating. I mean, there's we got plenty of stories from the Boston papers, uh, illegal aliens being put everywhere. So we decided to put out a T-shirt. And it's a nice gray T-shirt. We tweeted it out already. You can see it at HowieCarsShow.com. Click on store. And it's uh, it says, cheaper to deport than support. We just ordered them today, so it's going to be about a, a two-week wait. But you can order them now. And uh, they're, gonna, they're nice. And they are really going fast. And we've only ordered a limited number because we don't want to get stuck with stuff after, after the uh, – the moment of crisis has passed. In this case, the moment of crisis is not going to pass until uh, someone else gets into the White House, hopefully Donald J. Trump. But uh, so we have, again, the new T-shirt, HowieCarshow.com. Click on store. Cheaper to deport than support. And you can also get all of our other great gifts and uh, bargains at the uh, Howie Car Show. Like, for instance, uh, uh, the uh, gift certificates to Maria's Restaurante in Portland, Maine. And uh, those are $50 gift certificates for just 25 bucks. We have a few left, but uh, we have a lot, of, a lot of other stuff. Kennedy Babylon, Volumes 1 and 2. There's a lot of stuff about Robert F. Kennedy Jr. in Kennedy Babylon 2. He, uh, he once missed uh, one of his, uh, his, his uh, Shriver, uh, no, excuse me, one of his Lawford cousins' weddings when he was flying back to Massachusetts for it when he uh, had a heroin overdose on a, uh, on a flight from the West Coast to 
to Boston, and they had to land the plane in Rapid City, South Dakota, so that he could be taken off and uh, and arrested, and given some Narcan or whatever the '80s equivalent of Narcan was. Anyway, hey, we'll get to all of this as the afternoon goes on. Eight four four five hundred forty two forty two. Just a, just a couple of things to to start out with, though. Jill Biden is very angry about how her husband was treated by by that nasty Robert, don't call me Ben-Hur, the special prosecutor. And she put out a, a campaign fundraising email about it. See if you can spot the problem. I'm going to read you the beginning of it. I hope you could imagine how it felt to read that attack. This is the beginning of it. Not just as Joe's wife, but as Bo's mother. Notice a problem with that? She's not Bo's mother. Now, I'm not sure the person who, she obviously didn't write it. Brandon didn't write it. But you would think that the person who's working in the campaign or in the White House, you know, moonlighting as a campaign fundraiser would know that she is not Bo's mother. But no, no. Bo's mother, 844-504. It's amazing. It's, it's just uh, astounds me sometimes how little the people who are actually in, uh, in power or, uh, or near power, how little they know about anything. 844 500 I'm just going to get go down a, a few little stories that you're probably not going to uh, hear much about uh, in, on the mainstream media. You heard about the, the, uh, the, the shootout at uh, Joel Osteen's church, the, uh, the, the um, multimillionaire pastor from Houston, second generation, big jets and homes, and some people like him. But you know he, so he has a uh, he has a, a main service at eleven, and then he has a Spanish language service at two. And so somebody came into the Spanish language service yesterday afternoon, and uh, tried to uh, tried to open fire or did open fire. And at first they were just saying it was a, it was just a gunman, right, a nut. Then it became it was a pro-Palestinian gunman because uh, the person had free Palestine scrawled on her, his, her long rifle. Now it turns out that it's a, uh, it's a trans person. Stop me if you've heard this one before. A trans person was involved? Excuse me, it's ma'am. It is ma'am. The shooter has been identified as Janice or Genesee. I prefer to call it Genesee, as in 12-horse ale. Genesee Yvonne Marino, 36, who previously used the name Jeffrey. Jeffrey. And had a lengthy criminal record, including assault, marijuana possession, and forgery. So how many of these shootings have there been? Nashville, Colorado Springs... Then there was one that was just stopped recently uh, somewhere involving a, uh, involving a trans person. By the way, uh, they, the, in uh, a couple months ago, the, uh, the, the Biden administration uh, put, out a, uh, put out a transgender remembrance day 
lamenting the deaths of 26 transgender-identifying Americans. Three, at least three of the 26 were shot and killed while committing a crime or tangling with, uh, with law enforcement. One of them was Manuel Tortaguita Tehran. He was, uh, he was remembered as an indigenous, queer, and non, non-binary environmental activist and community organizer. I'm surprised he wasn't uh, up for the presidency of Harvard University, or at least a half a million dollar a year job at UMass. But he was shot uh, while committing acts of violence at, uh, at, uh, at, this, at an Antifa demonstration outside the, uh, the construction of the Atlanta Public Tra- Safety, Safety uh, Training Center. Then you have Banco Brown, a 24-year-old man who used a man turned woman who was shot and killed by a security guard in Walgreens in San Francisco after allegedly shoplifting. The trans had repeatedly uh, threatened to stab the guard as he tried to prevent them from leaving the store. Another transgender uh, honored by the White House, 28-year-old Devani Ja apostrophe Ray, R-A-E Johnson, Devani J apostrophe Ray Johnson was similarly shot and killed by a security guard in August after he walked into an L.A. store wielding a fire extinguisher and a screwdriver. He was said by the uh, by his fellow trans to be a vibrant artist who had moved to L.A. in order to transition. Well, he did transition from being dead to from being alive to dead. 508 is Jeffrey new to our shores? I've read reports that he was, but nothing has been confirmed. It took it took 24 hours to confirm that uh, he was a that she was a he. And they and they, uh, Marino Genesee Genesee 12 Force Ale had a uh, had a child with him her. And the child was uh, shot by the by the uh, cops. I mean, just, or caught in the crossfire. It's uh, it's really unfortunate. The, the kids in uh, in critical condition. Eight four four five hundred forty two forty two. We'll take some calls when we come back. Winter is the perfect time to visit the Cape. You don't have to fight the crowds, and you can easily get a dinner reservation. Nosset Beach Inn just opened the rooms for this season, and at less than $200 a night. Those are the winter rates. That's a great buy. When I visited the Nosset Beach Inn, I knew it was a truly special, one-of-a-kind place on the Cape, actually the only public lodging on the Cape Cod National Seashore. Four acres and only 12 rooms and the Sunrise Cottage. Not only an ocean view from every room, but 100 yards from the ocean front on pristine Nosset Beach. Hear the surf all day long. Enjoy the 500,000 BTU fire pits lit year-round to enjoy sunsets and early evenings. Why not barbecue on one of the gas grills? There is no better view for lunch, happy hour, or dinner than from the rooms and fire pits at Nosset Beach Inn. The Nosset Beach Inn, two queen beds, family-friendly, pet-friendly, school vacations, and an ocean view like no other. A short drive to a vacation far away, nossetbeachinn.com. I'm Howie Carr. The Howie Carr Show. (laughs) 
Howie Carr is back. Like any serious love story, Raycon's everyday earbuds are here for a good time and a long time. With amazing audio, useful features, and a 32-hour battery life. Get 15% off plus free shipping at buyraycon.com slash Howie. That's buyraycon.com slash Howie. As you all know, the Super Bowl was played last night, and one of the most interesting parts of it was in the first half when uh, Travis Kelsey, also known as Mr. Taylor Swift, uh, ran up the sidelines and assaulted his elderly coach, pushed him, Andy Reid. Could be called elder abuse. Could also be called, uh, you know, abusing your boss. And uh, it was pretty. It was it was interesting. And it was one of the first first times in about twenty years I've thought, you know what? He may be getting a break because he's a white guy. Because I don't think they would. I, I think a guy like Tyreek Hill, who's not a bad guy, but he's kind of a hothead, the receiver for the Dolphins. I think they. I think worse would have happened to him than is going to happen to Travis Kelsey. Taylor, what's the poll question? What are the results thus far? Today's poll question, which you can vote in at HowieCarshow.com, is will Travis Kelsey, a.k.a. Mr. Taylor Swift, be disciplined for assaulting Coach Andy Reid last night? Yes, anyone else would have been, or no, he's a beautiful person. No, he's a beautiful person. 89% say no, he's a beautiful person. Yeah, if, if there's anything we've learned over since Barack Obama was president, it's that there is a dual standard of justice in this country. And last night, Travis Kelsey was the recipient of said dual standard of justice. 844-500-4242, Peter, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Peter. Howie, I have a feeling that Joe Biden's age is being used as a distraction from his criminality with China, Burisma, also with the documents, and also the criminality of the federal government in that everybody went after Trump from the archives, but nobody's gone after him for the last 40 years, and also to this policy. I don't think it makes any difference who they put in there, be it a stalk of broccoli, they're going to do the same policies. So talk about the age, distract from what's behind it. Uh, interested in your thoughts. I, well, I, you know, I don't think it's a distraction because, you know, they're basically saying that he was guilty. I mean, if you read this, if you bother to read this beyond the headlines, the the special counsel is basically saying he's guilty, but we couldn't prosecute him because he's senile. He's not of sound mind. A jury wouldn't convict him. And, you know, I think the more interesting point, Peter, is that, and, and a texter made this point last week, and I, I don't even think I mentioned it, but it's it's so true. Whatever happened to the days when you let the jury decide what the jury thought? You know, I didn't think it was, you know, this goes, again, this goes back beyond the the, the Brandon uh, uh, error, and not error, error. It goes back uh, to, to the days of uh, Obama. And, and you know, the, this whole thing about, well, we, we can't prosecute Hillary Clinton because, you know, she was she was guilty of a crime, but, you know, she didn't really mean it. I mean, what is this stuff about what is what what you meant and what you didn't mean? So you can prosecute somebody for a hate crime because you can read into his mind what he meant, but you you can't prosecute uh, corrupt Democrats because they didn't really mean it. 
when did this when did this mind reading uh, take over all the uh, prosecutors' offices in the U.S.? Thanks for the call, though, Peter. Don, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Don. Hey, Howie. You you remember the days when you wanted to play a goof on your friend, so you'd order a bunch of pizzas and have them sent to his house. You're like, what the heck? I didn't order all these pizzas. Yeah. Right? I never did that, but I knew so, it. I knew it happened. It uh, it always seemed like kind of a gross got, thing to do. Yeah. Yeah, but but it sounds like in Massachusetts you can do that now, but with illegals. An hour later, they'll have them sent to your house for them. Yeah, I I know it's it's amazing, and I, I like the way Channel Four made it. They, they, this is the uh, they finally got one. They finally got someone in Brookline, the People's Republic of Brookline, that wanted to take in some illegal aliens. And they were so excited, the state, that somebody after – I think it's, this started in August. They, were, they started asking for this. So it's been at least six months. No one no – one, everybody with the hate has no home sign here. No human being is illegal, et cetera, et cetera. Nobody wanted illegal aliens. So they finally found this uh, couple from Brookline that was going to take some in. And it was in less than an hour later, the illegal aliens arrived in, in their house in Brookline. And you know what got me, Don, was when they said, well, they came from Chile. They came from Chile. Well, number one, you know, according to the immigration law, if you're fleeing and you're seeking asylum, you're supposed to stop at the first available country. There is no border between the United States and Chile or the United or Chile and Mexico. And number two, a lot of Haitians originally went to uh, to Chile. And then as soon as they figured, and as soon as they rang the dinner bell here and said, you can come up here and uh, claim you're uh, victims of racism and go on welfare, they all, they all immediately left Chile because they didn't have, because they knew if they got to the U.S., they didn't have to work anymore. And so I, I very much doubt that these are Chileans who were, uh, who came over. These are probably more Haitians. And I, I wonder how, how long, and you know, good, good luck getting them, getting them out if you, if it, if it doesn't work out. Because, you know, as, as every landlord in Massachusetts knows, housing court is not the friend of the property owner and the American citizen. The housing court, like all other courts, is the, uh, is the friend, the amigo of the illegal alien the, uh, or, or, the, uh, or the deadbeat American. They, they're not leaving. They're going to be in Brookline forever, in my opinion. 844-500-4242. 508, Travis Kelsey should be arrested for that suit he was wearing. Well, if that's the case, he's definitely a recidivist because he often wears those uh, those those rather grotesque suits. But I mean, that's that's like a that's what football players do nowadays. <laughs> Not too many people wearing three piece suits in uh, in the NFL. Dave, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Dave. Yeah, Dave, uh, Howie, I got a, a question about the border. Um, yeah, I got many Trump questions Trump. about the border. When are we going to close it? That's my <laughs> that's my major question. Well, yeah, well, mine too. But I I got a two part question about the border, Howie. Number one, I heard I heard uh, Donald Trump say that he was going to get all these uh, illegal aliens out, yes. you know, more or less quickly. And the other day he said, "Well, we're going to get the ones out." He didn't put it that way quite, but he said, "I'm going to get the ones out that uh, that have committed crimes." Right. No, he and said that on this show. Yeah, he said that a lot of places. Yeah. Well, you know, number one, which is it, and does he have to have Congress uh, complete uh, control of Congress to do anything at all? 
Well, I think the I think the problem is I think what he would start doing. There's actually a story in Axios there that they claim they have details of how he plans to start clearing the illegal aliens out of here. But I think he would just speed up the asylum hearings and then just instead of rubber stamping them through to go on welfare, he would just rubber stamp their denials. Because they're, they're, again, like these, all these Haitians, they're not, the oppression they're seeking is having to work for a living. Live from the Matthews Brothers Studios. Eight four four five hundred forty two forty two. I just uh, read something on a, uh, a reputable website, redstate.com, dot com, that uh, that the uh, Genesee twelve force ale, the uh, shooter, the de- now dead shooter in Houston, the the would be uh, mass murderer, the trans whatever, uh, was from El Salvador, but no word on immigration status. But he he she was a criminal, so you judge. You know, jump to your own conclusions. There will be no libel suits from Genesee. I think so, yeah. So the texters really don't like Kelsey, Travis uh, Kelsey. I, I'm I'm not surprised. Kelsey should have been benched for the rest of the game as soon as it happened and suspended for a game all season. We all know what an evil bleep he is doing ads for Pfizer. He, this was a straight-up assault on an old man. He needs to give a public apology. Kids look up to him when they can't see him, assaulting his coach with no repercussions. And then someone else says, uh, Kelsey's behavior is just another example of the slow rot of everything, decency, values, standards. Yeah. I, 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 I watched the, the Chiefs score that winning touchdown and just immediately turned off the TV because I did not want to see – Taylor Swift anymore. You heard of? I, I guess I don't think anybody was doing it because they would have been dead. But they, people were doing. It said they were going to do drinking games every time they did a cutaway to uh, to Taylor Swift in the in the uh, in the in the skybox. They were going to have a uh, have a shot. It's funny when they that when the when the, the the Chiefs fumbled though they didn't go back to the skybox. That's when I would have wanted to see what you oh ew. but no none of that. I wanted Brock Purdy to win. I like him. Yeah. So does the mailroom manager. He seems like a sweet guy, and it just would have been a nice story. But you know what, Howie? As much as I wanted them to win, I knew they weren't going to. Like, at at no point. And there were points where it was like it was very possible that they could have, but it just felt inevitable. I felt that. It looked like they were going to win early on, but then it just started started slipping away. I I don't hate the Chiefs, but, you know, I'm just just tired of the, the... the sideshow that's all like so many people you know they make it seem like everybody MAGA hates Taylor Swift no we're just sick of her you know we just can't escape her I was just I was just so sick of hearing Tony Romo talk about Patrick Mahomes and how great he is and I know he's great and I get that like we all know he's great but to talk about it for the entire game it's like well everyone there is great it's the Super Bowl they're all pretty good at what they do but it was all about him I think Tony Romo is overrated. I think well, he was Howie, overrated as a quarterback, and I think he's overrated as a uh, <laughs> as an announcer. Howie, if you type in Tony Romo on your Twitter, there was a lot of people who are not happy with his performance last night. <laughs> They're and never you, happy with him. And I mean, you he, can't read it on the air. There was a lot of things on there that you yeah. could not read on the air. 
All right, this is Grace, and Grace has got the news. I do have the news. Kamala Harris insists she's ready to serve and touts her capacity to lead. This was with an interview. We did not, we did not need this kind of bad news on a Monday morning, especially, especially when the Taylor Swift is celebrating. You know, come on. Kamala, couldn't you have waited until tomorrow to give us this wonderful bulletin? Well, have you noticed, Howie, they're putting out a lot of photos of her looking very presidential lately? Like her on Air Force Two looking out the window. You're going to need to do some Photoshopping to make her look presidential. She said, I'm ready to serve. There's no question about that. Okay, well, I'll have a double rye on the rocks, Kamala. You're ready to serve. She insisted that everyone who observes her performance in office walks away fully aware of her capacity to lead. <laughs> oh, oh yes, they that's true. Now that is true. Everyone is fully aware of her capacity. And I would definitely say they walk away based off the turnover rate of her staffers. <laughs> Harris spoke during an they interview. They run away. About Air Force, uh, aboard Air Force Two, two days before Special Counsel Robert Hur's scathing report touching on 81-year-old Biden's condition dropped. Now, Howie, a lot of people said, oh, it was the best week, or, or I think the last, I think Friday people, or maybe no, it was Thursday people were saying this was the best day for Donald Trump, with the Supreme Court indicating they were going to go in Trump's favor, and also this report from Robert Hur. But I would also argue it was a great week for Kamala. Like, if she has presidential ambitions, and she saw all of what she saw last week— she must have been sitting in the background going, this looks pretty good for me. It, but again, you, you don't you regard her the same way you regard Joe Biden? I mean, it's like, you know, does a potted plant observe what's going on around him? Yeah, like is she even aware of uh, yeah. the situation? Is she cognizant? Is she sentient, I guess is the word, sentient? Well, I agree with you about uh, Dr. Jill and her coming out this weekend with, you know, this condemnation of Robert Hur, And she's going to, like, she's going to... As Bo's sh- mother, as Bo's mother. I mean, she, she lies in the first sentence of the fundraiser. Yeah, and she's going to shame other people for being concerned about her husband's mental capacity. It's like, well, at least we're concerned. What's your excuse? Shouldn't you be concerned? You're his wife. Mm-hmm. She should have been saying something a long time ago. Now, speaking of Joe Biden, climate activists arrested after shutting down Biden campaign headquarters. A group of youth climate activists. Are these the same ones that were at the Wellesley Country Club a couple of weeks ago? I don't know. Were the uh, Sunrise Movement members at the Wellesley Country Club? I don't know. There's a couple of big groups that get a lot of, uh, like, the Extinction Rebellion. That's one of them here in Boston. So a group of youth climate activists were arrested Monday for blocking the entrance to President Biden's campaign headquarters in Delaware while demanding his administration end the era of fossil fuels. 21 of its members were arrested and roughly 80 others were involved in the protest. The activists warned that if Biden failed to take definitive action combating climate change, millions of young voters would stay home in November. I'm not buying that. Hmm. Well, I mean, we can hope, right? (laughs) (laughs) They're dumb, but they're not that dumb, are they? That that's the question. Um, now, Howie, this is a story that you've been covering a lot, and we have some updates on it today. Whistleblowers. This is some good news for people. So I've given you the bad 603, news. 603, uh, Bruce from the Met says, I said, I thought their makeout session was a lot worse than the assault. That's that's why I turned off the TV as soon as the, the chief went into the end zone and the game was over. I was out of there instantly. It was also pretty late, Howie. It was. The game went I, on to like almost 11 o'clock. You know what? If if the if the 
49ers had won, and I'd be, I I would have waited up. Me too. You know, till midnight to see to see a possible shot of Taylor Swift weeping. Oh my gosh. You're a hater. The hater's going to hate, hate, hate. That's what she says. Uh, whistleblowers in Fulton County DA Fannie Willis's office reportedly eager to testify. Here's some good news for people. The state Senate Special Committee on Investigations convened its inaugural session Friday, and Senator Bill Kouser emphasized the committee's commitment to truth-seeking. As the meeting commenced, this is from Fox 5 Atlanta, Kouser dropped a bombshell, revealing that multiple whistleblowers within the Fulton County DA's office have expressed eagerness to testify. They allege misuse of federal and state funds, further escalating the scrutiny surrounding Willis. Take a load off, <laughs> Take a load for free. <laughs> I, I, I am remiss for not having that in the rotation sooner. That's the weight by the band. Take a load off, Fanny. And, you know, I love the Democrats on that committee were going, this is a political witch hunt. So, again, this is total projection. So they start a political witch hunt based on a, on a phone call that didn't exist that Donald Trump right. made. And then when the people who are running the political witch hunt get busted, if you go after them, it's a political witch hunt. Well, how you followed cases like this before, when, it, when these whistleblowers are now coming out, am I right to assume that this DA might have done other things beyond just. Oh, well, that, that's what that's what the guy that's what the uh, Republican uh, senator, the uh, chairman of that committee said. He said there's all kinds of stuff out there. You know what? They she, she they said that she's uh, they, well, she's already fired one whistleblower that we know of that went to her and said that this guy they got a five hundred thousand dollar grant, a federal grant. And uh, and the guy who was administering it said, I'm going to use this. I'm going to use this money for swag and trips. <laughs> And then, and she went to Fannie Willis and recorded her conversation, and Fannie Willis fired her. That was her response. So that's under investigation by the feds, by Jim Jordan. And then you got the fact that she never got permission to hire this guy from the Fulton County Commissioners. So that's like a state, local Georgia crime that's be, that's being investigated. And, uh, and I mean, there's all kinds of stuff that uh, swirling around her. I don't think she's going to make it. Yeah. Well, if you're bold enough to hire your lover who has like no experience being right. a special prosecutor to be on that huge and it's like a national well, story, the, the no thing, eyes are on you. Then what the, else? The are other you doing? thing, how about the boldness to lie under oath? Because one of the people, they, another person they got to testify is the former law partner of uh, the boy toy. And he's apparently going to testify under oath that they were having an affair long before she was she hired she hired him to take her on the trips. Yeah. She's got state, federal, well, uh, how county if investigations going. That's I mean those are just the three I can think of right off the top of my head. I'm sure there's more. If you're bold enough to. Compare yourself to Martin Luther King Jr. when you start getting in trouble, then you're probably pretty bold. It's uh, the boldness of lying. I mean, she she not only lied uh, about uh, you know when she started uh, doing the horizontal bop with her boyfriend, she also lied about paying him. She said, "I'm paying I'm paying those honkies that I got working for me the same as my boyfriend." Yeah, that was a big and that, lie. That, that was, was a easily that, checked I mean, that, lie. That's one of those things that took like ten minutes on Monday morning when the uh, when the records opened up. Yeah, and if you're one of those lawyers who has more experience than Nathan <laughs> Wade and you're getting paid less, you're not afraid to go. Wait a second, I'm not making that much money. 
And then, and then, uh, Fanny, uh, you know, four days after you hired your boyfriend, he he put in that he worked at twenty four hours in one twenty four hour period at two hundred fifty dollars an hour. How did you how did you approve that uh, that voucher that invoice? Oh, that's a that's a question for I don't know for Jim Jordan for the senator the state senator from Georgia the Fulton County Commissioner. I mean, there are a lot of people could ask her that question. Twenty four hours that I mean that's Joe Biden status level of work ethic, but like just but round the clock. But you know that's one of the things you talk to any lawyer. I mean, they you know they learn how to do billable hours. You never want to get called out for fake and billable hours. You know, you never want to get caught doing that. And 24, four days into the job and you bill for 24 hours, <laughs> that's, that's the, again, it's one thing to feed at the trough. Grace, you know where I'm going with this. It's, it's another, another thing to lick the plate. Yeah. He was licking the plate, among other things. Yeah, that's, that's definitely true. Howie, I'll be back in a little bit with Hate Mail Monday on a Monday. All right, 844 So this hearing is going to be on uh, February 15th. So what is, what is today? The uh, Today is the 12th, so it's, it'll be on Thursday. The hearing will be on Thursday. It'll be very, very interesting hearing. All right, uh, th- some things go well together, and I'm not talking about uh, Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. I'm talking about things like uh, like a blockbuster movie and a bucket of popcorn, Burton, Ernie, peanut butter and jelly, Batman and Robin. You know what I'm talking about. You know what else goes really well together? Anything you're doing and Raycon Everyday Earbuds, because when you have the Raycon Everyday Earbuds plugged into your uh, your ears, everything is going to feel a lot better. You're gonna, it's going to go a lot smoother. I use my Raycon Everyday Earbuds every day, and they're they they're the ones I love and still the ones I need. As the uh, as the what a some old song goes with optimized gel tips for the perfect in ear fit. These earbuds are so comfortable, and they'll actually stay in your ears whether you're going for a run or just dancing along. In, uh, down the uh, down down Broadway, like any serious love story, your Raycons are here for a good time and a long time with eight hours of playtime and a 32-hour battery life. And best of all, you can get the same amazing audio quality as uh, the other brands at half the price at half the price of other premium brands. Raycon's everyday earbuds are uh, used to feeling the love. They've already gotten tens of thousands of five-star reviews. Taylor would give him one if he was uh, so inclined on social media, right, Taylor? Absolutely. I used mine over the weekend. It was the perfect Saturday. It was a great weather to do some outside stuff. So the kids came outside and the adults were outside. We were cleaning up the chickens. We were taking care of the yard, all kinds of stuff, picking up sticks putting them in the firewood, uh, the fire pit, and uh, we just had a fun time. And I had um, one uh, earbud in the entire time so I could enjoy my music and enjoy my family at the same time, and it was a perfect combination. Next time you're out with the chickens, put in Do the Funky Chicken, the old song from the uh, old WBCN. I even let uh, Harrison try the Raycons. He, he loved them. I'll bet he does. I'll bet he does. All right, you could. There's so many great things with the Raycons: the three customizable sound profiles, earbud tap functions, noise isolation, the awareness mode, like Taylor was using with you know listening to what was going on around him. They're great. They're a great product, and it's not too late to order them for uh, for your loved one for uh, Valentine's Day if uh, if they don't have them already. It's just something they're going to really love. Everybody loves their Raycons. Go to buyraycon.com/howie today to get 15% off your Raycon order plus free shipping. 
That's buyraycon.com slash Howie to score 15% off and get free shipping. Buyraycon.com slash Howie. I'm Howie Carr. The Howie Carr Show will be right back. The Howie Car Show is back. Eight four four five hundred forty two forty two. Eight four four five hundred forty two forty two. Peter, you're next with Howie Car. Go ahead, Peter. Yeah, hi, Howie. You know, just about Taylor Swift and uh, everything. In, in sharp contrast to this postmodernist war on heterosexuality, to me, it's so refreshing to see such a pretty young female mega role model so openly embracing, if not promoting, heterosexuality. I mean, yeah, baby. I guess you know you're trying to put a shine on a sneaker, Peter. What about the fact that she has two? She had two jets, and she sold one of them because this uh, college kid was just uh, goofing on her by tracking where the jet was running around to and talking about her carbon footprint. And and, and then I like to. So there was a headline over the weekend. It said uh, said the climate movement uh, needs a uh, needs a new. Uh, I don't know, mascot or patron saint. And I'm thinking to myself, did anyone tell Greta Van Thunberg this, that she has been dethroned at the age of 20? She's barely got her driver's license, and she's uh, on the downhill slide. Taylor Swift is a weird person. I've I've told you a story before that uh, when my daughter was at Deerfield Academy, she she was in the class with uh, Connor Kennedy, Bobby Kennedy's son, Bobby Kennedy Jr.'s son. And he was he was a lot older than any anybody else in the class. I think he was close to twenty, but he was running around with Taylor Swift, and she was I think twenty four at the time. She ran around with a prep school kid. I mean, again, I know he's again he's old enough to be a junior or senior in college, but he's still a prep school kid. And, and she was just she was just always hanging around the campus. I you know it was it was weird. She's always been a little odd, I think. But hey, you know she's a billionaire, so whom. Who am I? You know, yeah, I, I know the old sign on the uh, on on the old diner uh, diner cash registers. If you're so smart, how come you ain't rich? Well, she's richer than me, so I guess I guess she's smarter than I am. Eight four four five hundred forty two forty two eight four four five hundred forty two forty two. Meanwhile, uh, Pennsylvania Democrat Rep. Kevin Boyle asked threatens to shut down Barr in outburst after being asked to leave. Do you know who the bleep I am? That's what he said. Do you know who I am? I can bleep and end this bar, by the way. I'd I'd bleep and end this bar if I wanted to. Then he accused them everyone in the bar of uh, working for the uh, working for the military and the federal government. You mean like his brother? His brother is a congressman, by the way, Brendan Boyle. Uh, a well-known uh, Biden rump swab, and uh, so I, I guess Kevin Kevin got a bad ice cube, and apparently, according to the uh, according to the statement that was issued by the uh, leadership of the Democrat House in Harrisburg, this wasn't the first time he uh, has become tired and emotional. I'm <laughs> we are encouraged that our colleague and dear friend is seeking help. 
as long as he's not having a little hair on the dog. This bar is done. Do you know who the bleep I am? (laughs) 